Welcome, everybody, to the Becoming a Creator podcast. Today, I'm joined by Drynella, an absolute demon at Apex Legends, <laughs> who uh, keeps it very fun, goofy with his personality, even just chatting a little bit with him before here. Easy to tell. Very excited to deep diver, uh, to dive deeper into your story today, man. Thanks for joining yes, in sir. here. Of course, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Appreciate it. Big fan of you as well, too. Like I was saying earlier, man following you for years bro you know what i'm saying you've done a lot of things for just the gaming community overall you know so i appreciate you bro and for what you've done i'm excited to be here man thank you for having me yeah definitely i appreciate yeah. it it's always fun to hear the stories and even to hear that man i, I do appreciate that of course sweet well let's start with some uh just some quick questions that i think are kind of fun get to know yeah. you a little bit yeah. more what is your dream car oh my dream car okay um dude it, it's kind of changed one. Yeah, no, of course. It, it's kind of changed over the years. Um, it used to be a Nissan GTR. You know, I loved all the series, you know, 32, 33, 34, 35. Um, I fell in love with the R35s when I was younger, but I don't know, man. I, I Recently, I've been kind of leaning towards Teslas, bro. And before, before anyone says anything, you know what I'm saying? I have a Model 3 and I absolutely love it. And I just, I don't know, man, that Model S, bro, the, the you know, the Model S performance, man, I'm looking at it. I'm like, whoo, that thing is yeah. clean, you know? And yeah. so- if I had to choose nowadays, man, my kid self would hate me, but I'd probably say a Tesla, Tesla Model S, bro. That thing is nice. The future, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, bro. It's it's genuinely insane. What song is all over your for you page? Oh, my for you page. Um, I don't know. I don't know, low key. I can't think of it at the top yeah, of my. What What's your favorite uh series or or trend that you've seen? Even like um within within uh reels tiktok uh-huh okay uh, um yeah theme. so yeah there's like this apex trend and i think they have like this like rubber ducky like twerking you know what i'm talking about i don't know if you ever seen that bro yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah so like that i find that pretty funny and like within the apex community they always do that after like they hit a clip or something like that so like they'll hit a clip and then they'll have that little rubber ducky twerking and so <laughs> i think it's hilarious every time it comes up bro i'll be cackling up <laughs> yeah i saw that i remember that even back in Warzone. i remember oh, yeah. the hogs twerking i did one of those mm. and it just it went crazy it was, <laughs> for whatever reason that's just uh that's yeah just i, I that's also cool. like the uh the ai voices too like the presidential voices yeah, and like yeah, random yeah. voices stuff I, I find it hilarious bro i love it <laughs> if you could pick any two teammates from even any industry mm. for apex who would be fun to run with Ooh, for apex okay um I gotta, I gotta give homage to my, you know, my greater God right here, Mr. Hamlins. You feel me? <laughs> um, I, you know, hopefully he's doing well. I love him very much. He's actually one of the people who kind of got me into streaming, um, you know, to begin with. So definitely got to have him on the squad. And then I would say Daquan, but I want someone different. So I would have to probably go with Nicky Merckx, bro. You know, I love Nick Merckx, man. He's a great dude, bro. Um, he has great vibes as well. So I think him, me, and Hamlin's would be like a God squad, personality squad, and we would just slay, bro. It would be so funny to watch. I love it. <laughs> okay, if you were a legend in Apex yourself, what would be your abilities? Okay, you know, I've actually thought about this a couple times, and I think I made a tweet about this too. So I think my passive would be like uh, like booty sonar hearing, you know what I'm saying? So like if anybody is staring at my cheeks, almost like Loba, you know what I'm saying? Then I would kind of get like a like a wraith-like quip, you know? Like, oh, they're yeah. aiming at you or like they're looking at you. I'd be like, okay, where from, you know? And then um, I guess like my, my cue would be like a shield, almost like a Gibby shield, but it comes out from my booty, you know, and actually blocks all like damage, like from the back, actually. So not like a circular dome, but just for like from the back, you know, so my teammates can maybe stand in front of me. It'll block all that damage, you know, 
And then my ultimate would be like an ass quake, you know? So like I could only activate it once per game, but it, de- it deals 150 damage to everybody in the lobby all at once. <laughs> I can only activate it once per game though. So it's like, it's like a whole map earthquake. <laughs> literally bro. So it's like a Hail Mary, you know? Like if I'm about to die, bro, just send my ult. You know, everybody dying. <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, I, I, I want to get to know kind of your content, where you're at with everything as well. So uh, tell me a bit about what you're working on now. Like, what is your content like? Where are you uploading? Where are you focusing and um, creating? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, So I, I've mainly been focusing on short form content recently, you know, because I feel like it, it genuinely is one, the wave, but also too, a lot of my content is like perfect for that because I say like a lot of auto, out of context stuff all the time and my chat will always clip it, you know, and it's just like perfect little 30 second moments that I could just upload on like YouTube shorts or TikTok or IG reels or whatever and, and just have it farm and just have it do really well. And so I've really been focusing on like, um, that, uh, that short form content, you know, so you could find me on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much anywhere, but mainly Twitch as well. I stream every day. And have you figured out anything like even within the short form and where you try mm-hmm. and focus with it? Like, is it more TikTok focus? Is that where uh, or, or reels? Like, do you see anything even with the demographic who you're uploading to? With where you're, you're, you've kind of settled in with it, or you, mm. you focus? Um, yeah, mainly on TikTok. I try, you know, demographic, and I think it, it, it's kind of like with me as well. It's about eighteen to twenty-four. I'm twenty-four right now too, and so yeah. I, you know, the demographic within that, I, I've really been focusing on TikTok and just like that age group, and also within the United States. But you know, I'm kind of worldwide, and, and my content doesn't necessarily focus. <laughs> my content doesn't necessarily focus on just like one thing you know it's kind of just like yeah. broadens and and it doesn't like really have a certain hone in you know what i'm saying like it's kind of for anybody and anybody who wants to watch it and listen and so with your kind of uploads and and how you do it do you manage it all yourself in terms of mm-hmm. getting it up onto each of the different platforms do you put all the pieces of content onto all the platforms when you go for uploads on them Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I have, um, I have a manager for each of these platforms. And so I, and I have an editor too. So I have like a main editor that I kind of just like funnel the content through and then he'll send it like to the managers and they'll upload it, title it, hashtag it, all that stuff. Nice. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sure that helps a lot with like oh, just sure. speeding everything up for it. Yeah. Then, with the time management and everything. When you're going through the content, do you clip everything out yourself then does kind of the manager figure out where you want to even Mm -hmm. clip and what segments would be good for posting it is is it even the audience who's clipping things and then you kind of pull from that Mm -hmm. what do you think and i'm sure it's a combination of all of it but what do you think's been kind of the most impactful even uh, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it is like a combination of all of it. Um, I try to look at like, you know, what the viewers clipped, or maybe I remember like a specific moment in my stream that I liked, and I'll have a stream marker, throw that down. Um, you know, maybe even my editor finds something that I didn't even see, and he he gets it and he uploads it and stuff like that. Um, but I guess what's mainly been helping the most is honestly my viewers, man. And like, they, they are really good at clipping stuff and they'll clip all my terrible plays and never my good ones, you know? <laughs> and and yeah. for some reason, you know, just people in general, they love seeing the goofiness. They love seeing the fails. And I think I kind of like pride myself on that as well because I don't try to claim to be the best or try to be the best or like, you know, be this amazing pro player and stuff like that, you know, and grind the ranks. I'm just here to have fun, you know, and have a good time mm-hmm. and make, you know, people laugh and entertain them and stuff like that. So when they clip those good moments you know I, I go back and i watch them and i and i most of the time i upload them because they're actually good clips and i feel like most people would enjoy them too like if my community's laughing at them i'm sure that other people will too you know yeah and you mentioned like it's not necessarily you being the best that's not necessarily mm. what you're focused on but you are yeah. very good at the game even Thank so you. i guess talk to me a bit about like your 
idea of, of your content, of what you're creating, mm -hmm. and then how do you differentiate that even? Yeah, yeah, of course, man. So um, the content that I kind of create, like I said, it's very lighthearted. Um, you know, it's not too serious. Uh, I, I Like you said, I, I try to be at least decent at the game. You know, I feel like that's like the icing at the top. Um, but it's not my whole focus and it's not my, you know, uh, image that I have or branding that I have for myself. For me, you know, I, I like I said, I'm just here to have a good time. And I also want to inspire people, right, to like take care of themselves and be the best version of themselves and stuff like that. And over the years, I feel like I've kind of like matured and kind of grown in a way because when I first started out, I was being crazy. I was, you know, jumping up on my bed, doing all like all these crazy things, you know, doing backflips, twerking, you know, just saying outlandish stuff, anything to kind of get like attention towards me, you know. Um, but over the years, right, I, I kind of settled down a little bit. And what I want to do actually coming up and I'm going to have in the next month is I want to start a mental health podcast specifically for streamers. Right. And so, you know, streamers, we we hardly take care of ourselves, you know, like we, we barely sleep in. We grind all the time. We're not eating the best food. We're ordering DoorDash, all, you know, all that. And so I kind of wanted to talk about like uh, those things. Uh, uh, with another streamer, right? And talk about the things that we deal with off camera, you know, because there's a lot of things that come with streaming as well too, you know, like comparison, uh, depression sometimes, you get kind of lonely, you get isolated, you know, because you're in your, your office all day just streaming. And so I kind of wanted to talk about those things. I'm going to start that podcast next month, which I'm, which I'm super excited about. And we're just going to be talking about like these very just... I would, I wouldn't say deep things, but the things that most people don't see on camera, because like most of the time we don't show that, you know, because it's not, it's not going to really get views. You know, people may look at us different stuff like that. And so I kind of wanted to bring that to the limelight. So maybe, you know, the streamers and their audience can have like a better connection with each other, but also kind of make it more aware within the streaming industry as a whole, because no one ever really talks about it. And people just see like what we do at face value. They're like, oh, you have the dream job, you know, they kind of put us on a pedestal, you know, they're like, oh, you, you, you do all this, you do all that. You're such a great person. But at the end of the day, we're just human too. You know, we're just simply yeah. playing video games for people, man. And, and sure. so I kind of wanted to like talk about that and bring that more, more to the limelight, you know, this next coming month, which I'm super excited about. It's so crazy too, because I've seen some content on that even going viral mm. where it's, you know, you don't see that side of content creation yeah. and I think very much. Even anytime you bring it up, it's always the response from people is like, ah, yeah, you got the dream job. Exactly. You can't cry about that, whatever, mm. which to a degree, you know, especially coming from a corporate world myself and spending some years there, I definitely enjoy what I'm doing here, but it's not to say that there isn't struggle. There mm. isn't still yep. like problems that you go through or whatever, exactly. like there's still life. Yeah, <laughs> and it is hard, you know, not everybody or it may not be the content that you're specifically focused on. So that's mm -hmm. cool. You're creating a podcast for it. And I guess what's going into that process? Like, you know, you've been creating for a while now, mm -hmm. so it's not like you're just coming at this uh, from a blank slate. You're even prepping for it kind of a month ahead. Like, mm -hmm. what is some of the prep that's going into it? Do you have like people lined up for it? What does that future kind of uh, lead and what do you kind of want to achieve with it? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, I, you know, there's definitely been a lot of work behind the scenes, you know, trying to make this happen and stuff like that. Um, what I wanted to do for this is I wanted to actually do it in person with these creators, right? Mm -hmm. And so obviously, it's so much more of a connection when you're talking to someone face to face rather than like through a discord call or anything like that, you know, so yeah. I wanted to I wanted to do it face to face. And I wanted to have like these deep and meaningful conversations while I'm looking at this person in the eye, you know, so we could really have that like, you know, that moment. 
And so, you know, we got a studio rented out for, you know, the next month's day. And the first guest was actually going to be Mr. Timmy. It's Timmy. And so I'm super excited about that. Yeah, he uh, he recently came out with a video, I think a month or two ago, saying that he was going through, you know, similar things that we were talking about. You know, he was he was dealing with like kind of a depression. He was feeling like he couldn't like amount to, you know, people's expectations and, you know, all the pressure he was feeling when he started growing and kind of blowing up and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is the perfect first guest, you know, because there's so many things that people don't see, you know, and that we don't show them, but that we deal with, you know, on on a daily basis, weekly basis, or at different points in our streaming careers, you know, and I'm like, this is perfect. I want to talk about all this. I want to bring this time kind of to like to the forefront, and just really make it like, I I wouldn't say a force, but just bring it, you know, bring more awareness to the things that streamers deal with, man. Because so many Mm -hmm. people don't know, you know, like they come in our chats and like I said, and like we were talking about, like you got the dream job, you know, like how, what could you ever be worried about? You know, like stop complaining. You play video games. I'm like, oh, that's true. Yes. And it's nice. Don't get me wrong. You know, I definitely love it. But like, you know, like you said, it it comes with its fair share of struggles too. You know, it's not like we have a perfect life. You know, we're human, bro. We, We got lives too, you know? It's, it's cool to see like your direction and where you even want to go with it and kind of the, mm. the thought that you even put into it. Yeah. What do you kind of see that then with your current content? Like, is that going to be part of your mainstream? Mm. Is that going to be part of it? Is that going to be an extension? Is this an addition replacing some of the content, what you're doing? Like, how do you plan on balancing that into, and you know, you'll figure it out as you go, I'm sure. Mm. But like, have you put any thought into like how, how does my schedule even line up with this? Yeah, um, I think it's it's mainly going to be like an extension of my content. You know, like, I don't know if you follow Daltouche, but he does like two tees off and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But he still like plays Apex and he's still like a Twitch streamer, like at the end of the day, you know. And yeah. so I kind of wanted to do something similar to that, like where I'm still streaming, you know, four or five days a week doing my thing. But then, you know, I'll have like, you know, a, a podcast uploaded every week where right? I want to make it like a weekly basis where it's on Spotify, you know, uh, Apple Music, YouTube and stuff like that, where people could listen in weekly and have like their favorite streamer on you know like oh this week you know blah 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 is coming on almost like the joe rogan podcast you know he has like 600 episodes at this point so i wanted to make it like a recurring thing and make it something where it's like actually over the years you know rather than just like a monthly thing or like a weekly thing that i do like i want to i want to have like some longevity with it you know yep Mm -hmm. and is this something that like even into the future is that kind of more the direction that you see yourself going even not necessarily away from apex or gaming in Mm -hmm. general but like is this like where you're trying to build towards in your in your content is like because you do a lot of talking on like if you're live for (laughs) multiple hours we do so much talking in general like is that what you're leaning in more on rather than even the video element of it like have you thought of in that sense Mm -hmm. at all yeah um to be honest yeah man i i really do think this is like kind of like the next step in my streaming career and kind of like the next level i'd say for myself Mm -hmm. because like you know in any career we have like those steps and we have those levels and we progress and we evolve and and stuff like that and for me you know i've been playing apex full-time for the past four years now and to be honest i'm getting kind of burnt on it you know and and if you play any game for a certain amount of time right over and over daily you know you're eventually going to get tired of it and Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay i'm I'm not I'm not as passionate about Apex. I'm still passionate about streaming. And I've always been passionate about, um, you know, like I said earlier, people taking care of themselves, trying to be the best version of themselves and overall just really honing in with who they are, you know, and mm-hmm. also talking about, um, you know, deep rooted things that most people don't talk about and, and stuff like that. And so. I've always had a passion for that even before I started streaming. So I really do think this is going to kind of be like my next direction and like the direction I kind of go towards um, because I've always wanted, like I said, to be a person that I can inspire people to take care of themselves, man, and just, you know, be them and, and you know, just take tackle life in their own way, but do it in a healthy way, you know? Yeah. 
And so how do you, you know, speaking of which, how do you even maintain where you're at now? Like mm -hmm. with your content, what does your daily even schedule mm -hmm. look like for, for you? Yeah. Um, uh, so for the longest time, man, I, I wasn't the best at this, right? Like I'm, I'm saying right now, like I preach for people to take care of themselves and stuff like that. But then I wasn't doing that for the longest time, right? Like I was, I was staying up super late, bro, waking up super late, not eating the best foods and everything. But I don't know. I, I think a lot of it goes into it. Like with my father, I, I look up to my father a lot, man. He's like my real life superhero. We call him Papanilla around here. Um, and he is, I kid you not 70 years old, but he looks 45, bro. Black don't crack, man. Like he, he, he eats his greens, man. He eats his Wheaties, bro. He takes his vitamins. He, he exercises every single day. And like, he truly takes care of himself. And I'm like, how with my 24 old ass, right? My father is outlifting me, right? Out benching me. He's outrunning me. He's doing all these things physically, like in, in such a higher degree. And I'm over here struggling and huffing and puffing, walking up the stairs. I'm like, what am I doing? You know? And I had that like kind of like flip in my, in my head like a year ago. And I was like, okay, I got to start taking care of myself. I got to actually start sleeping eight hours a night, you know, not, not be on my phone all the time, actually go outside, stuff like that. And it has improved my mood tenfold, you know, and just yeah. overall my mental, man, my physical health, bro, just how I feel about myself, like everything. And I know a lot of, you know, gamers in general, they don't do that. You know, they simply just stay inside all day and game and like, don't get me wrong. It's great, you know, and, and it's fun, but like, there's also a balance to it. You know, you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself in some degree. Because if you don't, like, you're just going to get burnt out and nothing's going to feel right in your life. You know, not just gaming or just like sitting at your desk all day. Like, you're not going to feel right about yourself in any aspect. You know, like, why am I not doing this? Why am I doing that? You know, stuff like that. And so, you know, like I said, like about a year ago, man, started taking care of myself, bro. Eating right. You know, physical health is better. You know, sleeping better and stuff like that. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a journey, right? Like, yeah, I guess what. Has there been anything that's been really impactful for you in that? Like, obviously, your dad's a huge inspiration mm -hmm. for it and everything. But, like, in the day-to-day, -day, um, like, do you have a calendar? Do you uh, – has there been anything that's helped you in, in mm -hmm. that sense or even, yeah. like, stream schedule? It's like, okay, uh -huh. I'm always going to be on time for this or along those lines? Yeah, yeah. So what I've actually kind of been doing recently is I have this big old whiteboard, right? <laughs> and so yeah, yeah. it has, like, my daily goals, my weekly goals, and my monthly goals, right? And it's backwards because my camera's inverted, but – uh, you get the idea. And so pretty much I'll just like right when I wake up, right? Or like, you know, when I kind of do my morning routine, you know, take a shower, get some breakfast in me, I'll look at the whiteboard. I'll be like, okay, what do I have planned for the day, right? And I usually try to like plan it out the, the night before, right? So I kind of have like a vision of what I'm doing the next day. And I'll just follow that loosely, you know, okay, like I need to go to the gym. I need to go outside. I need to read, you know, chapter of my book. Uh, you know, I need to go grocery shopping. I need to do this, you know, yada, yada. I'll just follow that loosely throughout the day. And then I'll have my weekly goals, right? It's like, hey, I want to drop another pound, you know, I want to, you know, finish a book. I want to listen to this podcast. I want to, you know, go here. I want to go visit my family, you know, stuff like that, right? And so it kind of just like, it, it points you in like a vision, you know what I'm saying? And it kind of just like, allows you to go down a path right that you know that you're secure about and that you know that you can follow you know because for the longest time i kind of had no direction you know and i know a lot of people they don't have that direction you know they're like okay where do i start you just got to kind of like you know listen to your own intuition for one but also to kind of like map out your days and kind of plan your days ahead because if you don't like you're just going to be kind of struggling and looking for things to do but if you already write it down right you can kind of just follow that be like okay like i, I finished this first what do i do next you know and then when you finish it you just check it off the list and it's almost like re rewarding for you you know it gives you that dopamine feeling in your brain and it's like okay like i did do this i did accomplish this i am actually making some progress in my life you know and these goals right like they they kind of dictate your progress too because you could look back you know a week a week later or two weeks 
later, a month later, right? And you'd be like, okay, I did all, I accomplished all these things. You know, I did this and I, you know, I did that. I did this and, you know, look at all this that's in front of me now, you know, now I have this to work on. Now I have this, now I have that. And so, you know, making goals and having that type of vision is so beneficial. And I think that's what's really helped me kind of, I guess, take back direction in my life too. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so then how do you, is it the same thing then in terms of how you stay motivated and driven to mm -hmm. create? Cause that's something else that I hear from people a lot is like, you know, they, they lose motivation or they don't feel like doing whatever. Is that what helps you? Is there anything else that's like mm. your, even your why of your, why you're creating that helps to keep you going? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely tough, bro. You know, f especially in like the game drought that I feel like we're in right now. You know, so many games are out, but I feel like the actual content of the games itself are pretty buns. You know, like Warzone is not doing the best. Apex, it's all right. You know, Fortnite, it's all right. Not everybody wants to play that nowadays. You know, COD in, in general is pretty buns. You know, so it's kind of tough to find games to play and to stream to create content on when the game itself is pretty boring. You know. And yeah. so, you know, what, what kind of motivates me is like you said, like my why. And I think my why at the end of the day is that I just genuinely want to make people fucking smile, bro. You know, I want to make people, I want to bring joy to, you know, people's life. And I know everybody says that and that's kind of like the golden answer. Right. But like, I genuinely, I, I genuinely just like putting a smile on people's faces. And when people come in and, and they watch, you know, the stream or they see the content for however long they want to watch, bro, whether it's 10 minutes, an hour, you know, two hours, whatever, man. And they could kind of escape their own reality that they're dealing with and just kind to be like immersed in the content and what we're doing man like that's all that matters to me man because i just want to help people kind of forget about like i wouldn't say forget about them but maybe like subside and maybe ease their problems and ease their reality with my content and like with the humor and and the community that we have over like you know with my stream and stuff like that and i think that's my biggest why i'm like okay like if i don't stream today then there's going to be hundreds of people who are missing out and who are probably going to have a tougher day because i'm not live you know and so i'm yeah. like okay gotta get my ass up and click that go live button you know and do you think that like, is that something that you feel has a, a toll on you at all? Do you think that's something that's still a positive, like you maintain that? Because mm -hmm. I do think that's, you know, it's, but you know, even talking about mental health and, and some of those things, is that something that, uh, because obviously you, you have a very large community, they enjoy to come in and you're a huge contributor to that as well. Um, and maybe not like, maybe that's just the, the fun mm -hmm. aspect of it and the joy, yeah. but I, I'm just curious, like, how does that uh yeah let me tell you uh stone or paula these are some fantastic questions bro oh my gosh like i i, I purposely didn't want to read them right because i felt like um in the moment it would be a lot like better to answer them kind of like um uh genuinely you know what i'm saying instead of like kind of like having a pre-written answer already but let me tell you bro these 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 questions are fantastic i'm loving this bro <laughs> and so yeah. you're doing you're fucking you know doing a fantastic job i love yeah, these conversations I just, bro seriously you know i just we just keep throwing it together yeah yeah this is your brain see what see yeah, what this think. is dope i love this bro seriously um but to go back to your question yeah man i i felt like so much pressure over the years of content creation i'm sure you have too you know kind of upholding a standard to yourself you know you don't want to uh um mess up people's expectations of you either you know you gotta feel like you constantly gotta post on socials to keep your name relevant and stuff like that and so yeah I, i've definitely dealt with you know lots of pressures over the course of my career and stuff like that i'm i'm sure that i'm going to continue to deal with those pressures um but what's really helped me is is like you were talking about earlier is that balance you know and what really helps me is is family time man i'm a huge family person bro you know my my mother and my father they mean so much to me i got brothers you know i have zero sisters it's all four brothers and i'm the baby of the family and so um i, I try to visit home as often as possible i live about an hour away from them so i try to visit as, as often as i can man spend some time with them and kind of just like unplug and reset you know because 
if you don't do that, you're going to constantly be working, constantly be kind of attacking this, but then you're eventually going to get to a point where like, okay, I don't want to do this no more, you know, and then like all of that's going to fall off. But if you keep that balance in your life, man, I promise things will work out and you'll actually work harder and smarter because you you took a break and you kind of balance it out and stuff like that. And that's really helped me. It's helped me so much just over the course of my career. And my dad, he was actually a psychiatrist for 40 years. And so I think that's why like I, yeah, and I think that's why I like like the psychological aspect to a lot of the stuff um, because he really knows how like the brain works and why humans react in certain ways and why we feel certain emotions in different scenarios and stuff like that. And so growing up around that, right? Like I was a little kid and I was like, dad, what are you talking about? Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand any of it. But as I got older, yeah. I'm like, dad, you are so smart. You know, he has a doctorate. They literally call him doctor and then you know um and so i i grew up around that and so i think that kind of like really shaped me and molded me to to talk about these things and kind of um really spearhead them and kind of attack my problems and face the fears that i have and and the pressures that i deal with rather than kind of pushing them to the side and just working and kind of working like around them you know what i'm saying like whenever i'm feeling some type of way or i'm feeling some type of emotion i always like ask myself okay like why am i feeling this you know like what what am i going through what is there a certain cause is there a certain like you know what did i go through to feel this you know and i kind of just work through it you know and and i think my like i said my dad my father i'm I'm gonna keep giving him grace man he's he's a huge contribution to just who i am today you know he's a huge help just huge person in my life that's awesome. So I guess yeah. let's even go back a bit then and mm-hmm. talk a bit about the past, how you got into content, how you became yeah. the creator that you are. Um, what kind of got you into gaming and where did you start into then streaming videos mm-hmm. like the online space? Because that's a whole nother leap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yourself <laughs> out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So um, I, I first started creating content like back in like 2013, bro. And this was like you know, before content creation was even really a thing. And like, you know, people were kind of looking down on it still. And I used to make Minecraft videos. I was like 14. <laughs> and so I was making these Minecraft videos and I was doing like let's plays of like old games like Deadpool and and Super Mario Sunshine and stuff like that. And I was making let's plays and they, you know, they barely got any views, but I did have one video, right? It was a Minecraft video that kind of blew up. It got 300K views back in 2014. Ooh. Yeah. And I was yeah. geeking, bro. I was like, oh That's my huge. God. You know, I was, dude, I was so hyped, bro. I couldn't believe it it was literally like this custom like minecraft moon map and i was like the first person to do a let's play on it and what happened and i was i I think i was smarter back then than i am now to be honest i think i lost brain cells over the years but what i did is that i made the video right and the dude had a forum post because there was like a main like website to kind of like get the minecraft maps and like mods and stuff like that and so he made a forum post about it right and i sent him the video i was like hey man loved your map uh um you know i made a video on it We'd love for you to check it out. He loved it. He put it on the forum post and that map blew up like on the actual website. Right. Yeah. And so like his post, like how, like, if you guys want to check out a video of it, here's the video. And it was my video. And that's how I got like 300 K views. So that's why I said, like, I think I'm a little smarter back then than I was, than I am now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then I, I, you know, I was doing that. I was also playing like league of legends and stuff like that. But then, um, that was around the time I was, I was going into high school. Right. And you know, you're going through so many different phases and so many different changes, like kind of in your, young adolescent life around that age you know going from middle school to high school and kind of like you know going through puberty and so i stopped content creating because all my friends were making fun of me for it right they're like oh you do youtube that's so whack you know like oh you you want to be a gamer that's so you know goofy stuff like that yeah and so i stopped because i i you know all of my friends were making fun of me for it but then i i you know even when i stopped i always found myself like in my free time just playing video games you know just simply chilling just like playing some games mainly shooters mainly like destiny and mainly like cod and stuff like that um 
but then back in back in 2018, right, I, I found myself playing video games even more and more. And I hated the job that I was working at. I was working at a desk job. And I was like, you know what? I, I feel like I have so much more to offer. So why not give streaming a try again? Like, let me let me see what I can do with this. Let me actually try to kind of spearhead it. And my parents, they were so against it, bro. They were like, no, like they, we know, like you stay at your job, right? You you get your 401k, okay? And you sit tight for 40 years. And I was like, guys, I just, I don't want to do it. And like my, both of my parents, they're very spiritual people and they're very like psychological people, you know? And so we were having conversations back and forth. And I, at the end of the day, I just told him, I was like, guys, listen, I'm not happy. I'm not happy at my job. You know, like I, I'm not fulfilled. I'm not passionate. Like it, it doesn't bring me anything other than a paycheck. And like, once they heard that, they're like, oh, okay. They're like, okay, we understand now. And they're like, okay. I, I gave them an ultimatum, right? I told them, I was like, okay, because they're very traditional. And I was like, okay, if streaming doesn't work for me, right, in a year, give me a year, right? Give me a year. If I can't pay my own bills, right, and and at least like show some progress with this, I'll go back to school for you guys. I'll, I'll get a degree. I'll do whatever you want me to, right? And if it does work, you got to let me do this, right? And once I told them that, they're like, all right, you know, you do your thing. And so once I started working out, once I started doing this thing, man, like, you know, just I'm so thankful. And I'm so grateful for everything that's kind of, you know, done for me in my life and definitely blessed me. But my parents still weren't on board, right? And for the first like two years of me streaming, right there, they still thought like I was really just yelling out my monitor for eight hours a day. You know, like they didn't they didn't really grasp like the whole concept of it. But my mm-hmm. dad is super involved now. And I think the turning point, I'm not saying like this to flex or like brag or like be egotistical or anything like that. But I think the turning point was when I bought my dad a car, man. I, I was able to buy him a fucking car, a brand new 2023 Honda Civic, bro. Couldn't believe it, right? Yeah. Because he, he has an old car and it was kind of breaking down on him. And he was like, son, I need a new car. You know, it's kind of hinting over the course of like six months. So I just bought him a new car. And and I think when, when I did that for him, he truly like understood like the whole like gravity of everything and like how much money there is in this space, you know? And, and the potential of everything. And he was like, okay, like, you know, I, I understand, son, go do your thing. You know, and now yeah. he's super involved. He comes to my chat all the time. And it's so funny because, like, my chat is almost like Hamlet's chat in a way. I don't know if you ever recall watching him and stuff like that. But they, they're always spamming super sus stuff, bro, like cockballs and all that, like, you know, crazy stuff and all the Twitch emotes. And my dad will come in in the midst of chaos and be like, hello, everybody. <laughs> Blessings to all. Hope everyone is having a fantastic day. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. And like then he'll read like what everyone's saying in chat. Like, OMG, I'm leaving. <laughs> it's so funny, bro. I love him so much. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was kind of my start, man. And uh, you know, I, I wouldn't take it back for anything in the world. I wouldn't redo anything. You know, I think all the all the setbacks and also the you know the triumphs and the and the and the success. You know what I'm saying? Is all part of the journey, man. And I, like I said, I wouldn't trade it for the world and I wouldn't go back and redo everything. I feel like everything happens for a reason and, and everything did happen for a reason. I'm very thankful and I'm very grateful to be in the position that I'm in today. That is incredible. And did you have like a specific kind of plan, even when you went to your parents the first time, mm-hmm. was it something that you kind of just was like, this is, this is what I want to do. Or did you have like, this is the content. Did you kind of have even like, you, mm. you know, kind of like a business plan almost that you would yeah. see more typical, mm. something like, did, did you have anything like that? Or did, uh, you know, cause you mentioned trying to convince them until the turning point of, mm. you know, buy them the car, which is also, that's another way to do it. It's not a typical yeah. one that I've seen <laughs> convince their, their parents or whoever else their significant <laughs> other, whatever it might be to come on board. But I guess like, did you try that approach or, or anything uh-huh. else with it? Yeah, um, I, I kind of did have like a rough plan when I first got into it, right? So when I first started streaming, this was uh, December of like 2018 and I was streaming Fortnite, right? 
And I was kind of just doing my thing and, and streaming and stuff like that and trying to make it work. But then Apex came out that next year in 2019. And I saw like a huge opportunity, right? And I was like, okay, this is a brand new game, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody is swapping over to play Apex. I'm gonna keep playing Fortnite, <laughs> you know, because all the big streamers, you know, they, they're gonna go yeah. try Apex. They're gonna go do their thing for, you know, about a week or two, maybe in a month. And now I, I can really hone in on Fortnite and really get some viewers playing Fortnite. And so I was playing Fortnite still for like the first three days that Apex released. And then my friends convinced me, they're like, please just come play it. Like, just come try it, you know, see what's up. And I played it. We got a dub our first game. And I was like, I fell in love. I, I couldn't stop playing it, bro. I loved it. I was playing it like 14 hours a day, bro, just grinding. And I absolutely fell in love with it. But I, I think my, my initial plan, right, when I first started streaming was that I, I knew that I, I always believed in myself and I knew I always had what it takes to be a successful streamer. It was just a matter of getting those people to my stream, right? So I, I, I just felt like I needed to figure out like that formula and I'm still trying to figure that out, you know? And I think we all are at the end of the day, you know, because we're always trying to grow and evolve and stuff like that. Um, but I, I had to figure out an initial way to attract viewers like to the stream because once I got them there, I feel like I could like reel them in and really like hook them in and make them a member of the community. And so I was like trying giveaways. I was trying about putting on my IG story, you know, telling my friends everything. And then it just slowly started kind of like building up and like the building blocks kind of started going. And um, now I, I approach it as like a, a, a business POV, of course, you know, because at the end of the day, it kind of is like we don't really see it like that. But, you know, it is. Sure. Um, but when I first started, you know, streaming, it was mainly just like trying to get people into my stream. That was, just, that was all I wanted. I was just like I wanted to get people there because I knew I could I could reel them in and I could keep them there once they were there. That was my initial plan. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> and and did it pan out that way? Like when you got people there, was it just like, mm. did, did you feel like, oh, there is a difference. People are coming back. People do, see, when they are there, mm. they do see it and they do stay. And like, this, this is it. I just got to keep figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that was really the initial thing, you know, because I, I feel like for me, I'm a huge talker, right? Like I'm a very extroverted person. I love meeting people. I love just talking to people in general. And so I thought Twitch streaming was like the perfect solution for that. And so like, if I simply could just like, you know, start that initial conversation with someone and kind of have like that, that icebreaker, or even like just talking to like the community and not anyone specific in general, right? As long as I can keep that flowing and keep people constantly engaged, right? And, and constantly having like, you know, maybe thought provoking questions, or like I said earlier, say something out of context, you know, where I get a reaction out of them. Yeah, as long yeah. as I can constantly do that. And I think that's one of the fundamentals of streaming in general. As long as you constantly do that, man, then yeah, people are going to keep coming back. They're going to probably, you know, keep being entertained. But I think at the end of the day, too, like why why I think my community keeps coming back, too, is because we, we're such like a family, bro. And I'm sure that your community is, too. And I'm sure that so many other communities are like that as well. But like we genuinely feel like a family, man. And like we, you know, we, we talk about like, you know very hard hitting subjects if we need to but at the same time we can also joke around and vibe and have a good time you feel me but like when it's time where i'm like all right everyone shut up you know we got to flip the switch we got to be serious about this you know and i think that's why a lot of people come back because it's not just one-sided you know it's not just like the humorous aspect it's not just like the crazy you know out of context things we also have like those deep talks when we need to you know and we could actually be real about stuff and not just you know kind of idiotic or immature in a way you know yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it almost seems like you have a really good structure for your streams, for the content mm -hmm. that you're delivering there, but you still have these ways to get clips or to get oh, seconds sure. to have the fun things that can yeah. uh, kind of also bring it over. So I see how it can mm -hmm. kind of, you know, I see the synergy there and being able to yeah. create both of those types of content. Because even myself, when I first started, I was much better at making videos, but I couldn't really keep streams super entertaining mm -hmm. and going the entire time. So 
Yeah, I'm that's kind of the cool opposite, which is funny. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, my YouTube videos are just like straight rips from my Twitch stream, you know, but like for me, I'm the complete opposite. Like, I feel like I can do really well on streaming, but if I sit down and like try to record a YouTube video, I can't do it. It's so hard <laughs> for me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's different. Like it's, it's different skills, right? But yeah. it's also different areas that people are kind of initially drawn to and yeah. what strengths do you already kind of have and do you bring yeah. into it? I guess on that same level, what stood out to you even in Apex? So making the shift mm. over to Fortnite, going to Apex, how did you build your community there? And mm. what kind of stood out different from there? What did you do or did you see like, you know, any big moments or turning mm. points, that, uh, you know, specifically in that world that was like, yeah. all right. This is this is it. This is I'm sticking yeah with. yeah for sure. Um, so I think like when I first started initially grinding Apex, I had a mission to be the number one Mirage, right? In terms of kills, because no one else was really grinding him, no one else was really playing him. There was only like a handful of people actually trying to grind kills for him. And I was like, okay, let me grind my kills out because I knew like there was like a little path that I could take, right? Mm -hmm. That no one else was really doing, and I could kind of like separate myself, you know. And that was before ranked was even a thing. That was before elite queue. That was before there was any real like skill based like system within apex it was just straight br you know pubs and so i was grinding mirage grinding mirage and then i got a host from diego source for like 500 people and i was like i averaged like 10 viewers i was like Whoa! I was like, what <laughs> i was like oh my god it actually scared me bro. i was like holy like i, I jumped bro yeah. and um when he hosted me some of his viewers like you know I, I was you know i kept streaming every day and his viewers would come back and even when he wasn't on so i started i go i went from like 10 viewers to around like 25 30 average you know and i was like okay like there's some action here i could see this like improving and i kept grinding kept grinding kept grinding and then i'm getting a a, a a host from nice wig right i got a host from nice wig uh noko and then taxi 2g all, all three of them hosted me at the same exact time oh. it was so funny yeah they're like yeah i was gonna find some random guy and i end up being that random guy <laughs> and so they hosted me and a lot of people liked my content and just like what i was going what i was doing as well too and then eventually me and Nicewig, we started playing together, right? Because he he recognized like, you know, the content and like who I was and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, you want to run some games? Yeah. And so we started playing and his community started seeing me as well too. And so my viewership started going up. But then uh, me, Nicewig and I Madness, we did this thing called Elite Q. I don't know if you remember that in Apex way back in the day, bro. It was like the rank system before ranked was a thing. And so pretty much what it did is that it gave you a badge. And every time you place within top five, the number on the badge would go up, right? And so there was a lot of people trying to go for like these super high streaks. And I think we as a team, like our squad, uh, me, Wig, and Madness, I think we had the highest record on PC and we had 127. Uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah of top okay. fives in a row bro in a row. Like, yeah yeah in a row it was insane bro it was fucking nuts and so a lot of people they like seeing that journey and we got literally stream sniped by cheaters we got stream sniped by like random people and you know everything and so that was like a month-long journey of trying to do that and we failed so many times around like 30 40 whatever you know but people really liked that and they saw our synergy and us playing together and i think that was like the first like turning point where i was like okay like i can really do this you know because mm -hmm. people are starting to kind of notice me i'm starting to get my name out there a little bit more and i'm like, okay i could i could really be a force to be reckoned with here you know and so i started doing that and then when rank came out i was grinding ranked and stuff like that and then i think after that um we me fun fps and optic knocked right we won the tsm tourney way back in the day when loba first came out 
right? And so we won that tourney. And then so people started seeing my name even more. And then from there on, it just kept kind of going and going and going. And, um, you know, won a couple more tourneys, met a couple more people, played with a couple more people. And lo and behold, we're here now, you know? And I definitely still think for me, I'm still in the beginning of my career. You know, I feel like I still have so much more to offer and so many things to do. Um, but I, I'm still thankful for everything that I've kind of gone through as well, too. But I think that's like the initial kind of like starting points and like where I kind of got started and how I got my name out there within the Apex community, like just beginning out. And doing some tournaments, getting to a higher level, like competing, mm. obviously that's giving you some recognition. Yeah. How come you don't think about it even going in the sense of pro on that sense mm. and, and being like, you know, oh, maybe this, maybe this would be the way to continue pushing mm. versus, yeah. you know, the, the community, the content side is that... Mm. What do you think of that? Yeah, that that is such a great question, bro. And I've I've been asked it so many times in my chat too. You know, like, why don't you go pro, Dre? Why don't you start competing and stuff like that? And I've thought about it so many times, man. I've thought about it where like, okay, like maybe, maybe I should take like, you know, competitive series with an Apex. Maybe I really could, you know, you know, do this and really try to like make it my next thing that I'm kind of working towards. Because within Apex, right, it's such an interesting game because with Fortnite, you know, you have all aspects of it. You have the competitive side, you have like the content side, you have this, you have that. Same thing almost with COD, right? You have the competitive side, but you also have like the content side with like the hot mics and like making different guns and like goofy guns and stuff like that. But Apex, you don't really have that. Like the people the viewership and like the overall audience of apex they only really want to watch competitive you know they only really want to watch tournaments they only really want to watch ranked and so i'm like okay is there even really like space to be had within the apex community for content and like community servers and like doing goofy stuff because i feel like within apex there's only so much you can do you know because they don't have like custom loadouts they don't really have like custom skins that you can really grind for and stuff like that there's only like certain amount of things that i feel like you can do and so i've always asked myself i'm like maybe i should go in competitive maybe i should try it but the thing is i i don't i don't know until i try it of course but i feel like deep down it wouldn't be right for me because i simply just don't care enough for that side of like the competitive of it you know what i'm saying like deep down i'm not really that much of a competitive person don't get me wrong i love a good competition you know i don't i don't i I, I enjoy winning you know but i also at the same time don't mind losing you know and i feel like for a lot of people that's kind of reverse you know like they only care about winning they hate losing but for me i'm like okay you know i lost whatever you know and so for me, I don't know if I would be passionate enough for competitive and to compete like that. You know, like I, I wouldn't know if I have the drive, like what really drives me. And like I said, my why earlier is like trying to take care trying to inspire people to take care of themselves, you know, and really talk about like those like mental aspects of it rather than trying to compete and go pro and like be the best in a way, you know, but I've always thought about it. Don't get me wrong. And even to this day, I still think about it. I'm like, man, maybe I should, maybe I should try and competitive a little bit more, you know, and maybe I should try to, you know, try to play with these bigger guys and these bigger, like, you know, pro players, because in Apex pro players only play with pro players, you know, or, or mm. unless you get like a mutual vouch, like, oh yeah, like he's my homie, he can come play, you know? Yeah. And so I've always like said to myself, like, maybe I should try to like start getting in like that inner circle because they all know me. Right. It's just they not all of them play with me. Sure. So I'm just like, maybe maybe I should get in like that inner circle a little bit more. And maybe I should start playing with them because I know I can hang with them. You know, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. I can hang. I know I can keep Especially up and stuff like that. And, and yeah, have that be your focus. But yeah, I mean, the, even the way you're speaking, the way that, you know, you've talked, it does seem like even within the industry. In, in the category it's like this is a differentiator for you yeah it's like, yeah i'm not necessarily trying to constantly push for this and there isn't really a space for this but there are a lot of people that casually even play the game i'm yeah. sure this is part of the appeal even towards you in the first place you could still mm. be really good and play at an incredible yeah. level and do do some of those things so that is really cool to see and mm-hmm. so then um 
I just wanted to go back as well. You mentioned, you know, your, your, uh, what, what was the transition for you to go full time? Like, did you just mm. jump straight into full time when you were creating? Like, did you just leave the job that you were at mm. to just go full time into it? Yeah, I, I did. I straight up just quit, man. I, were, I just were, straight were, up. Were you creating or doing anything at the same time? Like, while um, you were so, doing it? like, yeah. So when I first started streaming, like initially, I was still working at my desk job and I was still you know, working a nine to five and everything like that. And my schedule would be like, I would go into work around like 6am, I would get off around like 3pm. And then I would stream for about like 4.35pm till around like uh, eight or nine, right. And I would do that every night. And I just kept doing that kept doing that. And that's when apex came out. And yeah. then like I said, I saw the opportunity with apex and how new it was and how everybody kind of like flocked to it. And I also knew like, okay, this could be like a huge like make a break, you know, what I'm saying like, this could be a huge thing for me, like if I really try to like make this happen. And so I was still living at home. I think I was like 19 at the time, right? 19 or 20. I was still living at home. I really didn't have that many responsibilities. I wasn't going to school. I was just working. And so I saw that I had really supportive parents, right? Who wouldn't kick me out, you know, even if I did right. want to do this, like at the end of the day, like they wouldn't just kick me out and leave me on the street, you know, like yeah. they feel indifferent about it, but they wouldn't, you know, go to that level and, you know, mm -hmm. take it there. And so I was like, okay, like I can still live at home, you know, I can still, you know, kind of do me right and still have these supportive parents on my back end and kind of be my cheerleaders, but I don't really have to worry about too many things financially, you know? And so I did like the math and I was like, okay, I need to average this amount of subs in order to pay this. Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, I need to stream this much. And this was before the ad incentive thing was even a thing, you know? So I was like, okay, I need to have like this mm -hmm. amount of bids. I need to do this. I need to do that, you know, stuff like that. And I kind of like drew up a plan and like a rough draft. I was like, okay, this is what I need to sustain myself. This is what I need to do to keep alive, you know? And like, I was like, let me just follow this plan. Let me follow this formula. And, you know, just pretty much let God handle the rest, you know, let the universe handle the rest. And, you know, by the grace of God, it all worked out and, and we're here now. But um, yeah, and I kind of had to drop that plan in the beginning. And then how did you kind of work your way towards an editor and then, mm. you know, even working with other people yeah. on that front and kind of expanding what you're doing and bringing that on just your team in general? How'd you expand mm. your team? Yeah. Okay. So my team, man, I, I love them very much, bro. I work with about like four or five different guys now, like with the managers and, and constantly keeping people up to date with what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And then I have like the editor, right. And I have like, I, I work with a couple different editors now too, um, but I have like a main one, but so pretty much how I expanded them, right is it all kind of happened naturally. And 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 for me, I, I really don't try to force things into my life, no matter what it is, you know, relationships, people, um, you know, games, streaming, just anything like that, I feel like it's forcing and like, I'm forcing myself to do it, you know, there's obviously different aspects to it. But like anything that doesn't feel right, I'm not gonna do it, you know, and I'm not gonna force anything. But uh, I, I mainly just kind of, you know, just trial and error with a lot of different people. You know, I've, I've, I've worked with a lot of different people. I've ran through a lot of different people, kind of like trialed them and stuff like that. And it's a matter of just like finally finding someone that kind of like clicks with you, you know? And so the editor, the main editor that I'm working with now, he was on soar and he was editing for soar for a while. And so I hit up the guys at soar and I was like, Hey, I need a new editor, you know, I need someone to kind of like, you know, run this by with me and like, you know, have the same vision as I do. And they recommended him and I started working with him and we've been working for, you know, six, seven months now. We created some great content and some of my most viral clips, you know, 
And he recently got signed to Furia, which I'm sad about, you know, because he's not a sword no more, but he still edits for me. But, you know, he's doing bigger things. He's, he's doing fire things. Um, but then yeah. some of these managers, too, you know, just pretty much networking and just like mutual, mutual people, you know, like I would reach out to some of my friends, like who I knew that like had connections like that. I'd be like, hey, I'm looking for this. Can you point me in the right direction? And they would point me in the right direction. And I think that's so beneficial and helpful because a lot of people, I feel like in this industry, they necessarily don't reach out, right, for help. They kind of like to do it on their own or maybe they feel like they're coming off as like clout chasing or like, you know, trying to just like, you know, for their own motives or their own intentions and stuff like that. But I feel like if you do it in a genuine way, right, mm -hmm. no matter how they perceive it, no matter how they take it, if you do it in a genuine way, that's all that matters because you know, like your own intentions, you know, your own genuine intentions, you know what you're trying to get out of it. So as long as you go about it in a genuine way, then I feel like that's all that matters. Like if it ha if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You know, you just move on and you kind of keep going with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with viewers in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. It's like some people are going to understand you and get what you're doing and then other people aren't. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You yeah, don't have right. to watch that or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, it's like, that's okay. I think it's you know, so funny, bro. When like, sorry to cut you off. But I, I I just think it's so funny when like people come to a Twitch chat, right? And I know this isn't topic of the uh, of discussion, but like when people come to a Twitch a Twitch chat and they like they try to talk shit in the chat, I'm like, bro, you are talking shit in a Twitch <laughs> chat of all places. I'm like, do you understand? It takes me <laughs> one click to ban you, and I literally go about my day in my stream. I'm like, it's really not that deep, bro. Like, what are you trying to prove to me? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I, you mentioned Soar. Tell me a bit about, mm. like, how did that um, come about and how was that Ooh. big for your journey? Mm. Oh, yeah, man. Soar, bro, they, they are great people. You know, I think probably the best org I've ever been a part of so far. I've been a part of two orgs, right? And so pretty much... The first org was called Dare, Dare Sniping, and uh, they were really big in like the Call of Duty trick shotting days, and they were like a trick shotting clan, right? Um, but Dare ended up disbanding in 2020, and I was a part of the org for only like six or seven months before they disbanded. But one of the managers of Dare, he ended up going to SOAR to work for them. And Dare, they were all family as well, like they all took care of their people. And when they disbanded, they asked everybody, if you had an org to go to or you would like to join, who would it be? And I put down SOAR. I was like, I would love to join SOAR. You know, I think they're great people. I think they're like kind of like the next step and like where I want to head towards and stuff like that. And I would love to join them. And so their manager hit me up and he was like, hey, I'm working at SOAR here now. I'll put in a good word for you. And about a month later, he throws he, he throws me in a group DM on Twitter with Mac and Crude, right, which are the owners of Sora. And they're like, hey, you want a Discord call? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, OK. I'm like, I was geeking, bro. I was like hype. I was jumping around my room. I was like, no way this is happening right now. And so we hop in a Discord call and they're like, hey, yeah, we like your content. You want to join? It was simple as that. I was like, damn, OK. I was like, all right. And so, uh, you know, I, I joined back and I think I can't. 2020 or 2021 i can't remember which one i think it was 2020 that i joined yeah i think yeah 2020 because i've been a part of them for three years now and they they like i said have treated me like family man they do everything that they can in their power right to make their creators successful and feel like they're also seen and feel like they have like a space in the organization because i know with a lot of like you know top tier orgs man like someone will join and then you'll never hear from them again you know and then eventually like a year or two later like they're they end up like leaving you know because they really didn't get like i guess that side of it or like that love or that favoritism i'd say that like some other bigger creators will get on the org you know but sure i feel like they truly balance it out and like they truly do take care of like all the people that they sign and they don't sign anybody just like willy-nilly or for like you know status or for like the image you know like they truly sign creators that they believe in and that they want to like see grow and want to help them grow and be a part of the org and so they, they've helped me in so many different aspects man i love them so much that's awesome dude
And <laughs> just to, to wrap us up here, then, do you have any parting thoughts or advice for anybody out there? I'm sure you get asked a lot in your streams for advice. Obviously, we talked about a ton of it today as well, but yeah, maybe a point to reiterate or anything that you would mm. say out there to everybody watching. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will always say take care of yourself, okay? Whatever you do, please take care of yourself, man, because if you don't take care of yourself mentally, man, nothing else is going to feel right in your life, okay? Like, you know, you're, you're not going to be all there. Things are going to feel off-kiltered, bro. You're not going to feel right. Things are going to feel off-balance. So take care of yourself at the end of the day, okay? But also consistency is key, and, and progress is still progress no matter how small, okay? So as long as you make those daily efforts each day in your life to get closer to your dreams, your admirations, the things that you want to achieve in your life, I promise eventually you will see them come to fruition okay as long as you keep attacking them keep doing something every single day if you move the needle over just a little bit every day i promise eventually you're gonna look up and be like damn where look where i'm at look, look at the look at the mountains that i that i scaled look at the heights that i've achieved you know so just keep working at it every single day and i promise you'll see success in your life heck yeah i love that yes, guys please go check out Drainella youtube twitch all the socials all that. Thank you for joining, man. Of course, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Stone, you're you're a fucking god, bro. It was a pleasure being here, man. You know the questions, bro. They were beautiful, man. We were flowing, bro. This was honestly probably one of like the 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 best podcasts I'd say. You know that that I've been a part of, man. This was great. I love yeah, it, man. I, I'm yeah. stoked to hear it. I, I appreciate it. And hey, listen, if you guys watching, want to give it a review over on uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever. It really does help out. We appreciate you guys. And as always, happy streaming. Of course, of course.